0: Love Talk Radio. Yeah! Well, she sneaks around the world from New York to Carolina. Sticky-fingered filter from Berlin down to Belize. Take you for a ride on those folks to China down the to... San Diego. Steal their school in South Korea. They can <laughs> it right Also From the Red Sea Freelance Greenland. in the blues. Well, they never Arkansas heard. Steal me? Come from the jungle. they where in the world is. Carmen San Diego. She goes, she goes to, Nashville to Norway. <laughs> i Chicago to Czechoslovakia. back. Well, she'll ransack Pakistan what? and run them again and stand in Scandinavia. Take the sickle up down under what? and go pick the pocket first. She was the missing misdemeanor in when she yeah. stole the greens from Lima. Down where, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? that's why the canal will be your the man to <inação> the ball all all Around the globe, ventureships you and every nation. She's a double people with the a loaded up with moving there. violations. There. There. where in the world is Carmen San Tell in the world is Tell me, where in the world is Carmen in. Where in the world is there. Carmen
1: up everybody welcome to our all new happy new year edition of sports of the legend with my co-host mccallie matthew i'm of course way Mamo. what's up mac happy new year
2: hey happy new year how's it going
1: i'm doing good man glad to have you and everybody on the show
2: yes yeah, sure
1: all right ladies and gentlemen again happy new year's i hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, you know, season, you know, happy Kwanzaa, happy uh, happy Hanukkah, happy Merry Christmas, and I hope you all had a wonderful new year, so I'm glad to be back with you guys and ladies once again. Um, on today's show, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, the unfortunate um, injury that uh, Demar Hamels, you know, went through. Give you an update on that. Uh, talk about the latest in uh, the Carlos Correa situation. Uh, you know, this, this soap opera going on with, with Carlos Correa. Where is he at? We'll, we'll dive into that. Talk about the the Jets going to another tailspin and crash and burn another season. Talk about the Giants. Standing tall as they try to improve on their, um, um, you know, their postseason standings. We'll 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 talk about that. Um, The Yankees making big moves in in the front office. Um, and you know, wrestling. You know, talk AEW, talk WWE, and you know, whatever else is on our mind. You know, so most importantly. We'd love to hear from you guys and ladies. So if you guys would like to share your thoughts, please feel free to call in five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. Feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. With that said, um, yeah, let's um yeah, let's talk about um The biggest story in news lately. And uh, unfortunately, um, you know, it's the injury that um, DeMar uh, Hamill went through, you know, when he was playing with the Bills on Monday Night Football. And, you know, it was a moment that, um, you know, shocked everybody, you know, who's seen it. Because even players former players are, you know, are saying that they've never seen somebody, you know, knocked out like that and losing consciousness like that. Um, but, you know, thank God, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's still alive. He's, he's recovering and he, he looks like he's, you know, on, you know, on the, on the road to recovery. So just keep him in his prayers, lift it up. Um before before I get to your 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 side of the story you know because you were watching the game i i am gonna get to you momentarily, but I'm just gonna read his quote uh quickly. He just tweeted this out um uh i'd say about you know a few hours ago you know so yeah so here here's his um his tweet putting love into the world comes back three times as much, thankful for everyone who has reached out and prayed this will make me stronger on the road to recovery. Keep praying for me. And then he also said, the love is felt and extremely real. No matter, no matter race or religion, everybody coming together in prayer. So, um, you know, just continue to lift them up. Um, you know, in prayer, you know, the, the guy he had a you know you know good season with the Bills um, you know he leads the the Bills in in total tackles with seventy five um, at least seventy five uh, you know from last, from last month you know he he was having a good year uh, hopefully he could have a speedy recovery you know obviously football is secondary to um, to what he's going through. So, Mac, uh, you know, what What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, how it happened and, you know, you, you witnessing it on, on TV?
2: Well, it was um, definitely um, scary. It was a scary thing to see. Uh, I've never seen a player collapse and then be recitated, have C.P.O.M. Perf- performed on him on the field like that. That was the first time I ever seen that throughout my years of watching um, NFL football. But yeah, no, it's very scary to see. Um, but I'm glad that he's now recovering and you know, they got the breathing tube out of his mouth, uh, they you know, he can move his hands and he, well just by tweeting now, you know, now he can move his body. But um yeah, that no, that was that was a scary scene there on Monday night. And I'm glad that they called that game off because, you know, that game should not have resumed. After, after that accident, so, um, but now every all the players have come together. The league has come together. The fans have come together. They're they're supporting Demar, and they've even contributed to his charity. About seven million dollars or so have gone to his charity um, for for toys to inner city kids. Um, so you know, it, it just shows you that during times of unforeseen circumstances, you know, people can come together and, and contribute to a good cause. And that's what's happening here, you know, because of this, the Hamlin, um, accident, but, you know, it's good to hear that he's recovering and he's in good spirits and, you know, hopefully he can get back to what he loves doing with us, playing football.
1: Yeah, man, I, I co-sign everything what you said, man. Um, It's good that everybody's come together, you know, praying for him, wishing him well on this uh, tough road ahead of him. Yeah. But you know, it's a good thing he, you know, he, he has his memory. You know, he, he, you know, he's, you know, he's, you know, he's, um, you know, he's he's still the same person he is. He hasn't. um, The the injury hasn't affected him. You know, he's still hopeful and. Optimistic about his road, and you know he took the time to to thank everybody. He he did a a video chat with his um with his with his teammates, um, lifting up their spirits. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, it it was a great um decision by the NFL to stop the game and you know just cancel the game. You know it's you know this this stuff that's more important. You know more important than you know. Uh, you know, um, you know, than sports. I mean, obviously, as sports fans, you know, sports are very important to us, but, you know,
2: we,
1: you know, we got to, we, we can't lose sight that these are people, man. You know, they're, they're putting their bodies on the line to, you know, entertain us, to make a living, you know, but, you know, thank God it could have been a whole lot worse. You know, he's alive. And, you know, just have to be thankful for God, you know, that he, he's still here. He could have easily died, you know with that um, injury, and it would have been on live TV.
2: Yeah, uh, everything says uh is right. You know, I'm glad they didn't play that game. And the, the game is not going to be played now. It's canceled officially. So both teams are just going to... Finish out their last games of the season, and then head head into the playoffs as top seeds. And and rightfully so. And um, uh, moving on,
1: yeah, the Jets, man. <laughs> Talk about a team that's um, disarray, total disarray. They, I mean, they had so much hope. In that season, they were they were they started off winning with with uh, you know Zach uh, Zach Wilson even in spite of him even though he wasn't he he was he was clearly the weakest link on the team you know this year but they were able to win with, without him and uh, you know then uh, you know Michael White you know had some starts and. Um, but yeah, but now lately they've been uh, they've lost what four in a row I, I believe you know and and the season basically it, it's over you know they've had some costly loss that 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 killed their season you know losing to the to the um, Vikings 20, 20, 20, 27 to twenty two on December fourth um, Buffalo Bills the Af- aforementioned Bills beating them uh twenty to twelve, Lions beating them in the Meadowlands on December uh eighteenth, twenty to seventeen, and uh, you know, Jaguars beating them nineteen to three and uh Seahawks beating them twenty three to six. So yeah, this is like what, five in a row that they they've lost and put their nail on their coffin. You know what could have been a promising season you know, ends in a whimper. You know, now they're 7-9. and nine. Now they got to try to play for pride against their rival, the Miami Dolphins. Um, they're going to be playing against them uh, tomorrow afternoon in Miami. And now they just basically have to show up, you know. You know, what, what can you... I mean, the season's dead, but they have to... they got to play for pride, you know.
2: Yeah, you just have to finish up, finish the season on a high note, and then this off season they gotta get a quarterback. Uh-huh. Uh, Jack Wilson is not the franchise quarterback that they thought he was gonna be, and Mike oh. White, even though he's played well this, during times this season, I mean other times he's looked like he's not the quarterback for uh-huh. the Jets going forward. So they gotta look into some other options this this off season. If they can sign a veteran, or maybe draft another quarterback, I mean, who knows? But they gotta look elsewhere other than Mike White and Zach Wilson, because these okay. two guys are probably not gonna start next year.
1: Yep. And they shouldn't. It's um. Yeah, man. There's uh, another lost season for the for for Game Green. Yeah. Def- definitely need to solidify this, um, um, you know, quarterback situation. You know, they're going to have Flack- Flacco hopefully turn back the clock and try to win this game. And then have, um, you know, um, Wilson backing up.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, man, this isn't. Uh... Yeah man, what can I say? It's um uh, it's scratcher they, they definitely need to. Um another quarterback that they drafted that
2: hasn't
1: hasn't really been um been been a bust. Him, Darnold. I mean they just they just they're still looking for the heir parent to to name it. After all these years. Yeah. Shoot. Only, only, what, Sanchez and Pennington have been, like,
2: Close. you know, the decent,
1: uh, Testa Verde, you know, who's been good quarterbacks for the Jets, um, you know, in recent history. Yeah, well, on to the next one. Or next season. But they definitely need to get a quarterback, a, a veteran quarterback. Yeah. No, definitely. no more experimentations with guys who, you know, you know, rookies or or journeyman guys. Like no, they they need to they need to get a legit. They they're gonna have to break the bank for one. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But um, most importantly, uh. Switching gears for your boys, Big Blue. Your boys are um, on their way. Yep. And
2: clinch a playoff spot last week by beating the Colts thirty-eight to ten. Much needed win. I mean, the Giants have had a good season. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had a stretch where they lost four four games out of five or five out of six, whatever it was. Uh, they had a rough stretch there, but they seem to uh, have now recovered and gotten back to how they were playing earlier in the season, I there is two or three there are two or three games that they could have won this season where instead of being nine, six, and one, it could have probably been twelve and twelve and four maybe you know they had a if they had held on to those leads in some of those games, but um, it still it was a big win last week. you know we get into playoffs and we play the Eagles uh, tomorrow. Eagles right now, um, I don't know if they're a quarterback. Jalen Hurts, if he's going to play because he's been, uh, he suffered a shoulder injury a few weeks ago, and he's been out of the lineup. So uh, it's questionable whether he's going to play or not tomorrow. But if we can beat the Eagles to finish off finish out the regular season and go into the playoffs on a high note, that would be great. You Because know, right now I love how we're playing. The defense is looking really good. Offense has been playing much better. Daniel Jones has been very efficient. Uh, You know, I I like our chances in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, man, good good luck to you guys, man. You guys are, are, um, you know, are moving in the right direction. Yeah, definitely,
2: definitely, you know. You know, there's been a lot of people uh, down on Daniel Jones, but I, I feel Daniel Jones... He is—he—he's our, he's our quarterback, and he's here to stay. You know, and he's had his best season so far, and he's going to continue to improve. And this team is going to continue to improve with him.
1: Again, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. And um, thing gears. Um, Matt, can I? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Where in the world is Carlos (laughs) Correa?
0: Hey.
1: So, yeah. The the title of the show is Happy New Year's. Where in the world is Carlos Correa? So, um, you know, I think we have a better chance of finding Waldo than, than finding where, – where in the world is Carlos Correa, man. So this guy, <laughs> first, this guy was – you know, he spent all these years with Houston. Then he took his talents to Minnesota. Then he was supposed to sign with San Francisco Giants because the Giants was trying to get, you know, him or uh, Aaron Judge, which obviously you know what happened with Aaron Judge um, becoming the captain of the Yankees. You know, congrats to him again. Um, but, yeah, man, they they, they thought they had, him, they had him, but because of his, they found, they were the first team to find out that he has, you know, these injuries that could pop up. Apparently he has an ankle injury that, that could pop up in the, you know, in the future, especially with a, with a, with a then 13-year contract that the Giants had with him. What was it, 13-year, 350? Um, So then hours before before they were supposed to announce him as the newest Giants, call off the deal, and then the Mets, who reportedly were were thinking about going after him in the the 11th hour before he agreed to turn with the Giants, they swooped in and um, made the deal later that, that night or the early next morning. And basically, um, Steve Korn booked the news, which normally doesn't happen. You know, normally when someone goes into terms with somebody, they wait a few days for the the deal to go through. And, and then, you know, the GM and, you know, the manager would say, like, oh, you know, um, you know, we can't talk about potential rumors and, you know, you know, we have to wait and see, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, Cohen, like he, he just broke the news. He broke the news himself. Like, I remember reading the article. You know, before I went, to as soon as I woke up, you know, to get ready for work, and then I'm, I'm shocked. I'm like, what? I mean, is, is this is a rumor, or is this, is this really actually happening? You know. And then, sure enough, I see Cohen's quote, which. Slew me off. I'm like, wow, this is this is this is legit. Like, I was shocked, you know. And like Steve Cohen said, this move puts us over the top, which is, which would be very true, you know. Um, you know the the um the Phillies got um Trey Turner, you know, to sign to that to the um you know to go to the city of Brotherly Love, you know, where you know obviously. They have such a potent offense, and uh, obviously they have great pitching over there with Wheeler and Nola. Uh, so, yeah, the Mets really need it. And then, of course, you had the Braves, who won the, the the World Series in, uh in what, 2021. So, you know, a lot of teams were picking the Mets as the second or third-best team in their own division after all the big moves they did in this offseason, which was, you know, signing Verlander to replace DeGrom, uh, Kodai Senga, um, Kentanija, David Robertson, um, yeah, man, they just they, they they went there, you know. Omar and Navarez, you know, they they found a bunch of guys, you know, to improve this offense and 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 pitching. So, you know, they they definitely they definitely need to pull off this deal. Right now there's rumors that the Mets might back out back out of the the twelve year uh three fifteen dollar contract. Um because uh, um there's rumors that he doesn't want to um you know, you we know you know, um fix this you know, change the, the deal, you know. Um and Steve Cohen announced it early a few hours ago that uh that one way or another there's gonna be resolution. About what's gonna go on with Carlos Correa, and then not to mention Carlos Correa looked like he pulled a, Trav- a, a Trevor Bauer, which I'll get into um, a few minutes from now. That you know he had his son wearing a shirt that says "I Love New York," and he tweeted or, or, or posted on social media that you know that he's going to work and all this stuff like that and all that stuff. So, it made it seem like he was gonna to come to the Mets. Or for all we know, it could be the, the Yankees because, you know, his son was wearing a I Love New York shirt, so who knows? So, yeah, what's your thoughts on this whole Carlos uh, Correo, Swiss steaks, soap opera that's going on?
2: Yeah, so popular it is because, man, right now I don't know where what's going on, like which way this is going to go. I'm reading articles that say Mets are growing frustrated over you know, negotiations with Carlos Correa. They're hesitant because of his, um, his in this injury that the Giants saw, which made them back out. So now the Mets, they're willing to walk away. I mean, yeah, this is a soap opera in need, and I don't know if the Mets can get themselves out of it. They're probably going to be stuck. With, they're probably going to be stuck with Carlos Correa. On this contract, there's no way. You, there's no way you could back out of this now. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's not gonna make the Mets look good if they back out of it now. I mean, all the excitement, all the buzz that this signing generated. Now you're gonna, you're gonna go back on it, and walk away. You can't, you can't do it.
1: Yeah, man, I, I agree with you, man. It's, it's not going to be a good look. I mean, the Nets fans, you know, you know, when we found out that he 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 was signing here, you know, they sold like uh, like a million dollars in, in like tickets before the season even started. Yeah, like within an hour, like. So yeah, it, it's not it's not going to be a good look. Obviously, you know, it's strange situations that you know Carlos Correa's injury is, you know. And I mean, the Mets do get an A, A for effort, or A plus for effort. You know, trying to get Carlos Correa twice, but you know, even he admitted that this is this is the move that puts them over the top. If they don't get Correa or somebody comparable to Correa, um, it's going to be a lot tougher for them to to be a contender for a title. I mean, they still could win it theoretically. They have they have a, a very improved team. A lot of people are picking them to be the third-best team in their own – second or third-best team in their division after the Braves, and some people think the Phillies might be better. I mean, it depends on, you know, your perspective. Yeah, man, Correa would be perfect if he came, if he was healthy, if, you know, if this deal does go through because, I mean, this guy has 18 postseason home runs. I've been saying for decades that Mets need a guy – who who's clutch in the postseason, who who's hungry, who has a World Series ring, kind of like you know Keith Hernandez, you know when he came over to the team. You need you need that you need that um that blending of a veteran who won it all, you know you need a, a veteran who's who hasn't won it all but who's hungry and has that worth ethic. And then you need and then you have the young the young talent. That's how you have a winning team. So. You know, hopefully it all works out. So, all in all, do you think it'll go through, or do you think Mets will back out?
2: I think I think it'll go through. I think it'll go through. I don't I don't think the Mets will be. I don't think they're gonna back out.
1: I hope you're right, but this is not looking good. I think Mets are gonna back out. It's weird and crazy if they're gonna. If they do, it's gonna be
2: ugly. It's not gonna,
1: already, it's not gonna be a good look. It's already it's already gotten ugly. Or as J.R. would used to say, "Bowling shoe, bowling shoe, ugly." Like, mm. it, it's really this. It's really bad. Like, I mean, you know, they were professing their love for each other, kind of like Trevor Bauer when Trevor Bauer um, was trolling the Mets. You know, if if Correa don't sign with us, this is like Trevor Bauer part two, who, you know, recently got reinstated into baseball and. You know he got released by the um, the Dodgers, I think, like, as uh, early as yesterday. So yeah, if, this, if if Carlos Correa does not sign with the Mets, uh, this is not official, man. This is this is like him trolling us, man. Because it's like you you supposedly according to Boris, he was so excited that he threw you know Boris onto the bed, you know, in the hotel room, you know. So I mean. From going to that to not trying to renegotiate your contract, you know, to have incentives to, you know, try to, you know, cover the mess if if he does get injured, you know, and give him incentives more monetarily, you know, if he does stay healthy, which he's he which he has done throughout his career, you know, up into this point. So hopefully they can work it out, but I mean. I don't think it's gonna go through, to be honest with you.
2: Oh, we shall soon see.
1: I hope I hope I'm wrong, but this is this is totally a met a met a typical met storyline, you know, of them, you know, getting somebody and you know thinking they're gonna get somebody. Yeah, apparently, they, like they were close to getting Manny a long time ago, Vlad Guerrero. And you know, and they they could have drafted Reggie Jackson, you know. I mean, there's so many guys that they could have had that they let slip through their fingers. They had David Justice. They they traded with Robin Ventura for David Justice, and then they t- they had him for a week in the off season. So David David Justice was a paper met, and then they traded him to to the Cubs in the in the in the middle of the off season or one week later. For Jeremy Guthrie, which I I was still not happy about that when that happened back in the you know when it happened in what 2002 if I'm not mistaken. So I mean like, and then Ventura ended up hitting a home run against the Mets as, as a Yankee. So I mean it's you know it's just one of these moves that looks like it always seems to bite us in the you know in the behind. So I mean I don't know man I don't think it's gonna happen. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully you're right, but I just don't, I don't see it happening. If it was gonna happen, it would have happened already.
2: Yeah, no, I don't see I don't see the mess backing out. You know, I Does just, that look I think, bad. Yeah, I think you they're know. gonna have to live with it.
1: I think I think corn wants to, corn still wants to do it, even though he I would assume he's ticked off with all this drama that they they, they gonna do him.
2: another Bobby Bonilla watch, <laughs> but
1: um. Yeah, I, I'm I'm guessing it's Epler who's talking to him. You know, being you know telling him, hey man, this is this is too much of a risk. This is not gonna look good. She'll walk away. You know, I don't know. That, that that's just my my assumption of what's going on. So
2: we shall so, see.
1: Yeah, because I mean, if they don't get him, man, like there's nobody out there, free agents, wise that that has this, that's his caliber. And I don't know who they're gonna trade for, who's to, who would help them, you know, who, who fit the team, fit the team's need as having a, a proven leader who's clutching the postseason, like Korea. So, you know, it is what it is, man. If we if we don't if, we, if he doesn't come, then we'll just have to play Beatty or, or um, Escapar, you know, at third, as the plan was. So. We shall see. Speaking of plans, the Yankees, man. I mean, you know, obviously they re they uh, resign Judge, they um they sign um uh, Don, which I think that's to me that's the, the the biggest move they've made in the off season. Aaron Judge, I mean, that's a generational player. You know, that that was a must sign by the Yankees. You yeah, know, we expected, the we expected the Yankees to do it. I mean, if, if they didn't re-sign Judge, man, they, they might as well just contract the team and just call themselves the New York, I don't know, New York pretenders or something. Because New York Yankees, when they want somebody, they, 99.99% of the time, they get the person. So for them not to get Aaron Judge would have been... Uh, and seriously, personal, I mean... In fairness, if he wanted to go to Giants or someplace else, I mean it's his choice. But if Yankees didn't weren't willing to spend the money to go after him, then it would have been shame on the Yankees, you know. And you know the Yankees, you know, they uh, signed Rodon, which I think will be the X factor for this station. Take a little pressure off Cole. You got Severino, Cortez. Which is, to me, is the wild card of the Yankees, man. That guy is, you know, that guy's the clutchest guy you guys have on your team. Uh, Montas. And then you got Montas from 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 the A's, yeah. you know, from last year. So yeah, you got a, you guys got a good starting rotation.
2: Yeah, we still got to improve our offense though. But so yeah, uh,
1: the, the offense we really need, needs to be improved. We need
2: to. We need to. I've been. I'm. I'm disappointed that we haven't addressed that this offseason. So hopefully we can make some more moves here before the season starts.
1: Yeah, but one move, one uh, two moves you did that that definitely is gonna that should definitely give Yankee fans some hope is them signing Brian Sabian, the former GM of the the uh, the championship uh, San Francisco Giant teams. Yeah, um, I like that. And, and then of course, you know, he had, you know, he worked in the, the Yankee organization prior to that. Um, but, but and then and then Mania, man, that that was that's arguably the the one move, front office move that I didn't like that Cohen did so far it was when he when him and Alderson took over, you know they they you know they cleaned house and then one of the people they cleaned house was Mania and I felt. Maniah should have been a guy that should have been a Met, you know, through and through, you know. I mean, what he did with the Mets in the early 2000s, you know. I mean, this guy's a great uh, – he's a great GM, you know. He Obviously, he hasn't won – he never won a title as a GM, um, you know. But, uh, yeah, he's a very good GM, I mean. I, I felt Mets should have kept them, you know. So that, you know, obviously him signing with the Yankees, you know, didn't sit right with me. But you know, it's the Mets' fault They they shouldn't have let him go like that. So, you know, the, the props to the Yankees. You know, they made a they made a smart move. I to me, those these are the biggest moves that they, the Yankees made. I mean, other than obviously other than judging Rodon, you know, and the Yankees. This is gonna improve the, the you know. This is going to prove dividends for the Yankees in in the future.
2: Hopefully, we'll see.
1: Because, uh, especially Manaya, he he gets those diamond in the roughs. You know, obviously both men get it, and then of course Cashman, you know he he's been in, he's been in in the game winning titles as well. So, you know, he he got some guys he can trust who's not going to try to step on his toes and try to you know. Pull a coup d'etat on him, you know. He got he got two trusted men who who's, you know, very respected in the game. And then another thing I I thought of, I just remembered, I wanted Sabian to be the GM of the Mets before they signed Epler because obviously because of the pedigree, but Cohen didn't even bother interviewing him. And then when there was that rumor of him, you know, be, being you know being in consideration. He got uh, – Sabian got PO, PO'd because he, he wasn't even being considered, even though his – his because um, apparently he really wanted the job, the Mets job. But Cohen, for whatever reason, I think wanted someone who's more analytical or analytical and old school, mixed up, mixed together, something something to that effect. And he didn't get considered. And, you know, he was so PO'd that he took himself out of consideration publicly. So, you know – Yankees got two guys who I wish would have been in the or, in, in the Mets organization. So, you
2: know, props to them. Yeah, hopefully they can uh, improve this team, get better, and win that long-awaited title that we've been looking for.
1: After the Mets win their third. <laughs>
2: we'll, we'll see.
1: We shall see in October, I suppose. But, um... Yeah, moving along. Uh, the Knicks, man, they've been the Knicks. They've been playing a lot better.
2: Yeah, you lose, you lose some, you win some, right?
1: Yep, they win eight in they win eight in a row. They lose five in a row. They have won, I think, what, four in a row now. So I mean, yeah, this team is up and is down. Very, you know,
2: streaky. Very,
1: team. yeah, very streaky team indeed. Like. Uh, RJ Barrett's been nursing a, 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 a lacerated finger. He hasn't played for like a week. Uh, Brunson was out for for a week, but he just came back a few days ago, and he's been he's been Brunson. What can you say, man? Guy had a three, career high 38 points a few days ago. I mean, you know, he's been he's been he's been as advertised. Randall, as you as you would hope, the, the pressure's off Randall. Randall Randall's been having like Twenty plus games, thirty point games, double, double, double. Yeah, Randall's been playing very
2: well this season.
1: Uh huh. He's definitely worthy of an he's playing MVP. like he did
2: a couple seasons ago.
1: I mean, um, uh, All Star.
2: Hey, he's playing like he did a couple seasons ago. So now Knicks fans are going back. They don't want to trade him now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't even know what to think to be honest with you, but hey, he's he's been doing great. So that's what we wanna see. Um so yeah, he's he's been playing well. Uh Brunson him is the M V P of the Knicks.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. He's the point guard that we've dreamed about for years.
1: Mhm. So yeah, man pop quickly you know, he he's been he's been playing well.
2: And bench has um, been doing well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, this nine-man rotation is mm-hmm. it is uh, has been great.
1: McBride, Grimes
2: and yeah, those skin. young
1: dudes are uh, uh, Robinson.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, they've been they've been playing well for the most part. I know there's rumors that they might trade Topping.
2: You know, oh, I hope gonna,
1: not. I hope not either, man. Because to me, man, like. If you're gonna get Donovan Mitchell or somebody of that elk man, I don't I don't want I don't want any of these stupid trades, man. Like I'm trade that non trade is gonna haunt us, man. This dude scored seventy one points just just like a few days ago. Like I mean this guy that guy could have been the missing piece. The way how he's playing right now.
2: Yeah, him and Brunson?
1: Yeah, we would have him and Brunson and somehow kept R J. Barrett. Like man, this this team could've been scary. Yeah. And I and I wanted this trade so bad too, man. Like this dude grew up a Knicks fan and a Mets fan. Like yours truly right here, man. Like you do you know how insane, how passionate, how how diehard of a person you have to be to root for one of those teams, let alone two of those teams? Like the loyalty like this dude would have been a baller, man, for the yeah. for the Knicks, man. they they, they just can't Man, it just they just couldn't do this this move, man. And then Danny Age apparently wanted to, was hell-bent on getting R.J. Barrett, which to me, you know, I felt he was the only guy on this team that was untouchable. Even though, like I said, I wanted to keep quickly. I wanted to keep top in. I mean, I still do. I still want to keep those guys top in quickly. I mean, you know, obviously the other guys, you know, you're going to have to give them up. You know, you got to give them to get something. But R.J. Barrett was the guy that you can't you you couldn't give up. You know what I mean? Like the, the potential potential this guy, you know, is um you know he could be a, a star in this league. But yeah, other than that, man, they had to they had to do whatever they had to do to to make this this trade happen, man.
2: Yeah,
1: and, and apparently Danny Ainge, you know, was 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 holding a grudge because he didn't like how. They, they courted Brunson, you know, during the, that playoff game between him and, you know, the Jazz and the, the, um, the Mavs, and, then of course, you know, Danny Ainge being a, a Celtic, you know. I mean, there's all these speculations why he didn't want to, you know, trade with us. And, you know, now we have to deal with it, man. Every game, every day, man, you just see this guy, like, Donovan Mitchell is finally – Playing the way that we all thought he would, or could do, like the, like now he's like a legit superstar right now, and we could have now, had that.
2: Now we're now there's rumors that we might trade for um, what's the Bulls or the Bulls player? Um,
1: um, Zach Levine.
2: Zach Levine, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't mind trading for Levine as long as we don't have to give up, you know, some of the. Uh, yeah. And the big pieces, but it sounds like we might have to give up a lot.
1: To me, man, if we if we have to mortgage the house, man, like if I just feel like I just feel numb, man. If you if we're gonna do it for, for Donovan Mitchell, I feel like we shouldn't be like just dumping all these guys, you know, for somebody who's not gonna like really improve. It. I mean, Sacramento is like good, so I mean, depending on what we give up, I'm I'm for it, but. Like within knowing the Knicks, man, they're gonna do like a Glenn Rice trade. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah. I just have a bad feeling they're gonna do something like that. Like they're gonna overcompensate because they didn't do this move and just do a move to for the sake of doing a move, or just like always doing it. Yeah, I mean, like well, for the past twenty something years, man, they always sign New Yorker players at best and give them superstar money, and then wonder why they fault they falter in, in New York. Like, I'm just, I'm just done with this, man. Like, they yeah, just save the save the money, man. Play the prospects. Let them play. If you and 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 if you're gonna make a trade, do it for a bona fide star slash superstar.
2: Yeah.
1: Cause Knicks are Knicks for the past 20 years. They've either been really really horrible, but they still don't have a top pick to show for it. Or they've been mediocre. they've been mediocre, you know what I mean? Like they're they're no man's land, and it's messed up. It's like either they're 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 bad, but somehow they always lose out on people, like Mitchell, like Curry, one pick away from Curry. Oh, that, that oh wait, that just reminded me of something. Yeah, Curry was one pick away from being a Nick, just like Justin Verlander was one pick away from being a Met. And now I just realized that now he is a Met now.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> I just remembered that that he was one pick away from being a Met. No, he's. Yeah, because the Mets were scouting him at the time, and every time they saw you know, they were scouting him. You know, the the Tigers were there. So they knew sure enough, he was going to get drafted by the Tigers, which is obviously which is what happened. But hopefully, McNe- Donovan Mitchell, I assume he's going to be a free agent in what, two years from now, two or three years from now? Hopefully, hopefully that will be the case. But the way he's playing now, man, they might give him a, a Carlos Correa contract. For all we
2: <laughs> Shoot.
1: Man. Yeah, man, this is, this, this non-trade hurts, man. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs>
2: well, you gotta live with it. I mean, there's, no, there's nothing there's you can do it right it. now, so you just gotta have to play with what you have. Yep. Like someone,
1: like some a, a star player who actually wanted to come here. But hey, man, what can we do, man? Yes. It's our 50th anniversary. Of us not winning a title.
2: Hey, but this team, they've been playing well, you know. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah. They're what?
2: The, the four games over 500. They have a sixth seed right now in the East. So hopefully they can get better, you know, throughout the season and make the playoffs. And who knows what happens once they get into the playoffs? never know.
1: Well, in, in, play- in basketball, in, in baseball, as you can see with the Phillies, anything is possible. When you have a good pitching, you know, you got clutch hitting, anything that's possible. But in basketball, man, like, if you don't have the superstar players, man, there's a 99% chance you're not going to go far, man. You need, like, two or three superstar players on your team for you to even, like, make a noise. For us, I mean, man, the, the, the banners, we're not putting that up on the banner this year, unfortunately, but... Hopefully we'll make strides towards that direction, but uh yeah, switching gears to um to uh you know wrestling, w w e Vince man is back you know um apparently he's back to um for the reason to um you know to sell the team i mean to sell the the company, I should say, um, WWE. Uh, do you want to guess what are some, of the, according to this article, there's some, these are the suitors. Do you want to guess who the, the suitors are?
2: The suitors for buying the company? Uh, ESPN? Uh, ESPN? Let me
1: see. Let me see if um, ESPN is one of those. Let's see, ESPN is ESPN one of the? Well, I mean, technically, you are right. What was your second guess
2: again? See, well,
1: Disney, which owns yep. ESPN. Disney is ESPN, so yeah, you are right. Either way you look at it, Disney is one of the one of the um,
2: um Paramount.
1: I'm not one of them. Um, let's see. No, they're not one of them. I'll give you two more guesses.
0: Uh.
2: Peacock Network.
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah, you're right. Um, what was it com, com? Was it Comcast? M- I think. Viacom. Uh, what was it? Comcast, I think. Comcast, I think owns. Wait,
2: is it Comcast or
1: NBC? I think Comcast is NBC, right? Comcast. Viacom. Right, right, yeah. Comcast owns NBC, USA Network, and Peacock. Okay. Ah, uh, you got one more guess. Uh... you got it. So here are the, the groups that they think who they think might uh, take over. Uh Comcast, Fox, Disney, Netflix, Amazon, Warner Brothers Discovery, and Endeavor Group Holdings, which you know owns UFC.
2: Interesting.
1: So who would you like to own?
2: The, who would you like to own WWE? Definitely not Amazon.
0: Hmm.
2: Amazon has not been doing a good job with either baseball or MLB. All right. Um, Netflix wouldn't be too bad, yeah, because it's a streaming service. hmm Um, I think having WWE on Netflix would be much better than a fucking Peacock Network. Um, pardon my French. Um. Fox? Eh, I mean, Fox? No, no, no I mean, I, 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 the WWE SmackDown Fox has not been too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind Fox on, uh, on ESPN either. If Disney buys it or ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Disney would have probably the most, the upper hand in this, probably. Yeah,
1: yeah I would say Disney,
2: too. Yeah, they probably have the upper hand. But then again, would WWE have to tone down a lot of things if Disney did by it?
1: I mean, they do. They already toned down the stuff. Oh well, yeah. They would have to tone it back down even more.
2: Yeah, that'd be the negative. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it it would probably it would probably have to s- stick with Fox or go to Netflix. I'd say.
1: Yeah, Netflix would probably be the best the best option. Yeah. Well, about if Dolan wants to buy it?
2: Hell no. <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> that would be the worst. Man. <laughs> Can you there
1: imagine no, that? There's no Dolan might buy it. That would be the worst. <laughs> have, his, have his music as a theme song. <laughs>
2: oh, man. That would be the worst. Um, he would set that company on fire. <laughs> burning down to the ground
1: oh man <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't move anywhere they'd be in msg all the time and that would water down my product pretty much yeah yeah, yeah
2: that's right it'd be, <laughs> be an msg every week yeah <laughs> we're going back to the old days from I mean, well, yeah, I mean, the house shows were always there
1: well yeah that's true but yeah but MSG. I mean, when it happened, you know, it used to mean something. But yeah, you're right. It used to be the home of WWE. Yeah. But then again, they didn't have pay per view every month at that time. Right. But um, but you know who I think would be, you know what I think would be the perfect, um, person to buy it. Who? The Rock. Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. I mean, he it looks like he—he's close to having the money. He—he he, he could get people to, you know, pull some string to have people, you know, put a group together.
2: Well what network? I mean, where is he gonna be on? What network is he gonna put on? Like,
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. That would—that's a good question. But I could definitely see him owning it. You know, makes yeah. sense. Wrestling is in his blood. You know. Um. Well, maybe. Maybe it might be. Hmm. Maybe might stay on Peacock. I don't know. Or Netflix. I don't know. It's a very good question. Yeah, maybe, maybe it would, maybe it would go on Netflix or, or Peacock. Stay on Peacock. I would assume. If I owned it. But yeah, that's. Yeah, that's um the rumor right there. Uh, let me see. WWE, you had um, uh, Roman Reigns, you know, uh, basically, uh, you know, blaming uh, Sami Zayn for the loss from, uh, what was it, New Year's Eve? The, um, no, 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 it wasn't New Year's Eve. It was the show before New Year's Eve, the 30th. When uh, John Cena won his only match of the year, teaming up with uh, Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns, which was a good match. Um, i trying to think what else happened. Um,
2: I, I actually missed some of the SmackDown. It was, oh, I was yeah, yeah. seeing, like, the second half.
1: Right, right. Oh yeah, uh, t- uh um hit roll turn heel. They they attacked uh, Ricochet. Did, did you I
2: see that? that one? I think that's one i probably Let
1: me see. What did that happen? did that
2: happen in the second half?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. happened in the second I think so.
2: Yeah, I think I saw that one.
1: Um On raw, um you know, Alexa Bliss turn four heel. Yep. Hitting uh, Bianca Belair with, with a with a you know with a vase. You know she's she's gone full um, white mode now. Um, a shocking thing that happened with this new Wyatt family, this Wyatt Six, the rumored name for the team, is that uh, brother How- Uncle Howdy attacked Bray Wyatt, and his. Uh, in his um you know live debut and they officially announced that Roman Reigns, not Roman Reigns, um Bray Wyatt and LA Knight's gonna fight in the first ever Mountain Dew pitch black pitch black match.
2: Interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Seen that. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Oh yeah, that the, the, the December thirtieth one, uh, Charlotte Flair turned into a baby face and uh, defeated Ronda Rousey to be the new SmackDown champion. I think what, for the fourteenth time, I think.
2: Yeah, you and were very upset about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, to can you me, explain if, why? Yeah, because to me, this is this is just another title reign for um, Charlotte Flair, like. Um, I was one, I was thinking maybe they might have the titles change hands, you know, with with uh, Raquel uh, Rodriguez, um, you know, since they, you know they've been high high on her, and um, you know I thought they were gonna give her the opportunity, but instead they gave it to um, you know Charlotte Flair for the 18th million times, but this time she did as a babyface, so. Uh, What's your thoughts?
2: Well, I mean, Charlotte, she's been a dominant female wrestler in WWE for years now, and I can see why WWE did it. You know, to from a ratings aspect, why they did it. You know, because you know she she draws money, and she has that flair name. You know, which draws. Jorah's attention and draw's uh, ratings. So, I mean, that's probably it. And I don't know when you, when she has a title, I guess, you know, it's much more appealing, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, to fans. And it generates much more of a buzz than Ronda does. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I mean, since Ronda has had a title, I mean, have you been really excited or hyped up about any of her matches?
1: Nah, I think ever since she lost to Liv Morgan, she hasn't, she hasn't um really been the same, really.
2: Yeah, and her matches have been kind of dry, but just, at least Charlotte, you know, with her matches, you know, there's some excitement there, some appeal there, and she's a far superior wrestler than, than Ronda, I think. Right. You know? But yeah, seeing her win it for the 100th time, like, you know, she's she's the, pretty much the female John Cena is what she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know?
1: And John Cena's tied with her dad uh, for the most uh, what title wins in WWE slash WCW history.
2: Yeah. So I can see why WWE did it, but even though it's annoying, and you know she's won it so many times, but you know it's it's from a for a business aspect, it makes sense. You know. But they want the to value. Yeah, yeah, and she might lose it here in the next few months. Yeah, Well, no, She might even lose it to Sasha. To not to, I. I almost said Sasha Banks is not with WWE anymore.
1: Yeah, was, uh, Sasha Banks. Yeah, she's uh, she signed with New Japan, and now she's uh, she's going to challenge Kyrie. You know, formerly you known as Kyrie Spain in uh, WWE uh, for the. The uh, New Japan Wrestling, uh, you know, women's title. Yeah, over there. And now, uh, Charlotte uh, um, Sasha Bank is now known as Mercedes Monet.
2: I hear that it's only temporary that she's with New Japan. It's most likely she's gonna go. She's gonna sign with AEWs. That's, that's the rumor.
1: Like... Yeah, that's what that's what it looks like to me. We'll see. And uh speaking of AEW they um yeah, the uh, AEW they um whatchamacallit the claim you know, the tag team champions, they've they've uh retained the title both on uh Raw I mean not Raw. On uh Rampage and uh Dynamite against um Jay Lethal and um Jeff Jarrett. Because I don't know if you heard uh they have a they're having a rivalry right now and basically the claim is, you know, bringing up uh Jeff Jarrett's past about, you know, Jeff Jarrett, um, basically, you know, is married to uh Kerangle's uh former wife, uh Karen. So they brought that up in the, in their latest rap this, you know, songs. But um Oh yeah, and I think um oh yeah, Soraya, formerly known as Paige, she's gonna have a tag team match uh with Tony Storm, which you know, many people thought it was gonna be Sasha Banks, uh well now known as uh, Mercedes Monet would have been the tag team partner uh in this upcoming uh match on Dynamite, but uh it's gonna be Tony Storm Tony Storm and Soraya versus uh Britt Baker and um, uh, Jamie Hader. Jamie mm-hmm. hater, But But, um, yeah, I, I guess that's about it now. Uh, any thoughts you'd like to say before we head out?
2: I want to enjoy the rest of the weekend and come back here. Well, actually, first, check out my show, IMAC. Check your local okay. list for that. And uh, come back and check out Sports of Religion every Saturdays at 11 on the Box Home Radio. Yeah,
1: you heard the man. Oh, yeah, and also, uh, this uh, this upcoming week, Kevin Owens is going to go one-on-one against um, Sami Zayn.
2: For the 100th time.
1: I, yeah, I, I think that's going to be on SmackDown. This upcoming SmackDown. I'm on the show, right? Uh but yeah, most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for checking out this episode, uh, the New Year's edition of uh Sportsman Legend. Uh he's McCauley Matthew, I'm William M. and I'll see you guys um next week. Peace. And please can someone tell me where, where Carlos Correa is, man? And it and if he doesn't tell with the method then fine, he could disappear in the Blue Multier Triangle. Peace.
0: Yeah. Well, she sneaks around the world from the U.S. to Carolina. Sticky-fingered filter from Berlin down to Belize. Take you for a ride on a little boat to China. Tell me, bear. Carmen, San Diego. Steal their soul in South Korea. They and not also from the Red Sea to Springland. they in the blue. Well, they never Arkansas heard steel. they me come from the jungle. Be... where in the world is Carmen, San Diego. to Norway. And back! Well, she'll ransack Pakistan in front of a in Scandinavia. Take the six up down under a pocket and go of big pockets. First, she was the missing misdemeanor when she stole the beans from Lima. Tell me, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, tell me where in the world Oh, tell me where can't she be. that's what Ohio. Around the globe, banks just they live and every nation She's a double-stealing people with live. a taste for slavery Her itineraries loaded up with moving violations Tell me, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Tell me, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Tell me, where, where in the world is Carmen, Sandiego? Where where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? San Diego?
1: Oh, you're
2: 18 plus.